0: So a thing that I have that I think everyone should do in the morning, it's called gratitude stacking. And so, and this is going to sound ridiculous. So I'm going to explain from a neuro like scientific reason why in the morning, right when I, right when I'm conscious and I wake up, I literally, and it's now it's on like automatic. I say, Oh my God, I'm so grateful for this pillow. Oh my God. I'm so grateful because I get to see Angelique today. I'm so like appreciative that I have the freedom to have no freaking alarm. I'm so grateful that like I get to work out and move my body in a little bit. Like, so I, I stack gratitude in that way because I am the one who generates the feelings within my body first. And I am tasking my brain to look for other reasons, other things, other experiences in my life in that day to be grateful for. And it's free. <laughs> like yeah, It's free. <laughs> There's so, no app for this. It's <laughs> there. Welcome to the Social Media Love Podcast, where you will discover how to get more clients on social media with proven social selling strategies. And now your host, social media marketing coach, influencer, speaker, and founder of Social Media Love, Angelique Benet.
1: Social media, love it or hate it? In a world where the average daily screen time is almost seven hours a day, including social media, how can women entrepreneurs get a piece of this marketplace and finally fall in love with their fear of becoming visible? i.e., sharing their voice, ideas, stories, irresistible lucrative offers, beliefs leadership and expertise with a community of like-minded individuals in a way that feels good, genuine, and healthy. This show is exactly about this via storytelling interviews and social media marketing tutorials. Every week we add a piece to the puzzle. Welcome to Social Media Love Show and welcome to the conversation. And then we have YouTube and LinkedIn and Facebook on the desktop and, uh, So here we go, look at us, everywhere, omnipresent. (laughs) Woo! So at any time, if you have questions for Ashley, you ask them in the comments. I'm going to try to, sometimes I get so excited that I forget to look at comments, but I promise I'm not actually going to help me like look at the comments because I'm sure you're going to have questions for Ashley. So Ashley, thank you for taking the time. Hi, Hallie. Um, The first question I have for you before we deep dive in is who do you serve? Uh, in this world
0: Mm, thank you for asking so I like my heart lives and breathes for people who are going through grief and heartache and trauma and wounding and people who feel stuck in life and career and business and divorce and and really just like the pain of people so it doesn't matter men women non-binary queer none of that matters it's just like do you have pain you want to walk through and do you have a desire to live a better more happy fulfilling loving life so
1: yeah this is our guest that's such sunshine i love so i love how you um like in your uh, biography you sent me you say you are a spirited repairer of broken hearts and seeker of lost souls how is that it is for a statement i love it i love it i love it so i just love how we navigate you know business with who we are what we believe in and our um, our lifestyle right like how we deeply uh embody what we believe in and i love 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 that so on that note um tell us where you're talking from like i don't even know where exactly you are you're in the us
0: yeah i'm in minnesota so it's like a high of 9 degrees today so we're like i'm so glad to sit with you and be cozy
1: okay so good because here it's like super cold too so let's get cozy here we have our little candle okay (laughs) and the crystals i love it so who was ashley as a little girl like between seven and ten what were you like busy with and how do you shape your path to what
0: you do today that's i've never been asked this question it's so good so between like seven and ten I was this like super athletic girl. I was in a lot of sports all the time, constantly softball, basketball, volleyball. And like (laughs) one of the gifts that came through for me from childhood is people would always come to me because they needed advice because they were struggling with something because they wanted to fall in love because they didn't feel good about themselves. So often I was like the space that people came to so that they could just heal something.
1: Wow. From a very, so what did you do at that age? Like at, at seven or 10, like what,
0: what would you do to help them? Listen, and like, I actually have this really, it's like a soul gift, but I always know somehow exactly the thing that someone needs to hear in order to shift. So even as a child, I could hear their pain and I would validate the pain and just create the space for them to vent. But then it would be like, would you feel open to hearing about this? Or I have an idea. Would you be open to trying this? And so and now I do it every day for a living, which is like, oh, so cool.
1: Wow. So how did so when did do you remember the day or the time of the season when when it hit you and you said, Oh, what about I, I'm gonna make a living out of this gift? Oh my god. Okay,
0: so <laughs> I didn't, I didn't know. I went into my career in the nonprofit sector because I really wanted to make a difference. Like every single day I wanted to do work that moved people. But what happens in the nonprofit sector is you aren't really paid well and you're expected to work nights and weekends and really hustle and grind because what matters is the mission. And I get that, but I also need to put food in the fridge, right? So I found myself in this nonprofit job where I thought I would retire there. I thought it would be the the place. And I remember like it was so heavy and such a toxic environment. Like I literally would I would cry on Sundays. Like I couldn't fathom being there for another five days. I remember being in my yellow freaking office and having the door closed and people constantly coming to my office to like bang on the door because they needed help of some sort because I was in marketing. I did nonprofit marketing in that way. And it's just like, I would cry. My body would be so tense and so like, and so one day I was like, I just feel called to listen to like a podcast. Maybe I can listen to something that will just bring me back down to earth. Okay. I turn on, or I like, I Google podcasts and I found this podcast where it was called living a life with passion. And this woman's energy, like jumped out of the speakers. She, she was so vibrant and she talked about coaching and holding space for people and how you could have no glass ceiling because you could be doing the work that you're meant to and, and serving people. And I remember sitting there like, what is this? Like, cause I only had ever thought of coaches and sports. Right. But instead I was like, you can do this. So I heard her podcast and immediately something shifted in my heart. It was like, maybe I could do this too. So I followed her and just started hearing more about her work and how she has a business. And then later she became my mentor and helped me actually create a business and walk me to the place that I am now where I went from nonprofit world crying and like so burnt out and stressed and frustrated. I would get yelled at like it was so toxic to I hold space for people who are ready to shift out of jobs like that, relationships like that, you know, really just holding the space for them to find out what they want to do, who they are, where they need to heal. And so that's part of the origin story. Oh, I
1: love it. So because I'm sure there are so many people who can identify like there is a study I think that came from monster.com that 95% of employees in North America wants to <laughs> wants to leave their job. So I'm sure I am sure your story resonates with some people here. But tell me, like, from that yellow office and then hearing that woman, how, you know, you know, the, the transition, right? How? What was the biggest struggle at the time to make it happen? Like, how did you feel?
0: Mm. How did it feel? Oh, my God. So being stuck in that office, I because I would cry, I just felt trapped. Like, have you ever felt so trapped that you don't feel like you have any options? Like, there's not, like, I'm going to, I have to do this forever, like, I have to go Monday through Friday and spend my time doing jobs like this. Like I just, I couldn't fathom it. So I found out through her mentorship that like the shift happened when I felt empowered to make my own business, when I felt like I could be my own boss. And then, you know, what happens? Business is like personal development in hyperdrive. Like you have no idea what you don't know until you're in the thick of it. (laughs) (laughs) like, my God, (laughs) Like I didn't know I had that fear. Oh, I have to work on being seen. I have to share a message. I have to be consistent. Oh my God. I have to put offers out there and, and maybe people will buy. What if people don't buy? I had a lot of mindset stuff I had to work through. Self-doubt comparison was a huge one. Like thinking, can I actually do this? And then Slowly but surely, like I got my NLP certification and then master NLP certification, master Reiki certification, master life coaching certification. I got all of the tools, but it it wasn't the tools that helped me do the work. It was the tools to give me the confidence to be like, oh, actually, I was born for this. I'm made for this. And from that space. People started feeling my energy. They're like, oh, she has something to say. Oh, I'm going to listen. Oh, she's so confident. Oh, she, maybe because she walked through. I've walked through a lot of trauma, Angelique. Like, I've walked through a lot of abuse. I I was assaulted through the span of building my business. Like, I've gone through so much pain that it's like, oh, this is why I can hold people with integrity in this work is because I know what infidelity feels like. I know what assault feels like. I know what abuse feels like. And it was the tools that helped me feel confident in order to bring this work to the world and be like, "You should work with me. I'm going to hold space for you, and I'm going to love you, and we're going to get through it."
1: Wow, I just love how you describe holding space for people who needs help, right? So, how do you, how did you, um, you know, you realize all the mindset mind, mindset sh- shift you had to do and stuff? So, how did you, where do you start? Because you were like going through. A shitty job versus um all the pain you're going through personally and then and then okay building a business is about mindset as well so how do you tackle it where do you start or does it come all (laughs) together
0: that's such a good question i think honestly i i've heard this phrase where it's like when the student is ready the teacher appears That's happened in every single part of my journey. When I struggled with self-doubt, imposter syndrome comparison, I had a mentor who was like, I can walk with you through this because I know that. When I struggled with like abuse, assault, trauma, I somehow books were recommended to me that I could dive into, right? I learned about therapy. And and so it's just like, it's been the journey that I've, I've been graced with the gifts of people who have walked before me who could then lead me to where I needed to go. Wow!
1: Yeah, I think it's Wayne Dyer. I said Mm. that that sentence because I, I I think that's him. Yeah, I love it because so true, right? You have to trust that the teacher is gonna come out when you're ready. There is some nice comments here from Wild and Balance (gasps) Malas. Hello,
0: hi, Karen. Thank you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I love it. So it is so beautiful your story. Um. So now, okay, we're there. Do you remember, um, how did you come up with creating a solution for people? Because you know what it was to go through. You could recognize how someone could need your help. But how do you craft the solution in a way that feels good to you and that is ready for them?
0: Mm, That's such a good question. I have a process. So... I believe that everything that happens to me is for me. And we've heard that in the personal development space, but it really, 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 truly happens for me because if I can navigate the experience and process the emotion, that means I can actually hold someone through that because I know what that feels like in my nervous system. I know what that feels like in my body. So what happens is when I navigate hardship, I will sit with it and I'll feel it. And then What's the wisdom or the lessons? How is this helping my life? That tiny process is basically how I help people shift. I empower them with the wisdom that it's like you're actually so powerful that you could hold this. Can you imagine what's going to happen in your life after you heal? So, and part of my work in the world is like I can't do, you know, um, programs that are cookie cutter. They all have to be tailored individually because people are coming to me from different spaces and places. People are coming to you with different problems, but the solution is being held in that pain and then helping you have the tools and the resources to be able to shift out of it when you're ready. Ooh, You're like a basket, like a (laughs) vessel. Yeah, a channel, a portal. (laughs) I love it.
1: I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay, so what is something that um, you remember? You know, when was the first big payoff for you when you decided to make it a business out of that beautiful transformation you were offering to people. Um, So do you remember when it was and you had the confirmation validation Oh, that's it?
0: Yeah, I think, well, part of it, you know, in business, like when you receive payment, like your first payment, you're like, I'm sorry, what? Like I I did this. We did this together. Like we had this energetic (laughs) exchange. So for me, I, when I came out of my NLP certification, I was like, (sighs) my life coaching certification was wrapped into it. I was like, oh my God, I can do this. Like, let's go. So I started offering breakthrough sessions. They were 90 minutes. They were $555 and together we would focus on like one thing that they were working through. And I remember my first client, like she paid and I was like, everyone, I have arrived. And then I got to hold space for her. And I just like, we were in it together. And after she sent me like, you moved me. Like, I feel so much lighter. I feel so much more freer. I feel like I can handle this. And in that moment, it's like, I want to do this every single day for the rest of my life. Like if, if money were no object, I literally would eat, sleep and breathe this every single day. Because that in and of itself was the magic that my heart needed. The belief that I needed. It's like, of course I can do this. Look what wow. happened in that space, right? Wow. When was that? Um, that was like uh, three years ago. And like full transparency for people. When you look at the personal development industry, coaching industry, we it's like, oh, my God, people are making million dollar months or they're in business, full time in their business in like six months. For me, its it's taken me four years to get here. And I'm so grateful that it took me that long because there was a lot of lessons, a lot of mindset stuff that I needed to have in order to be here now. Because if I didn't walk through that, my nervous system would be panicking.
1: (laughs) I love that. So true. (laughs) Yeah. That's a a long term game, right? Mm -hmm.
0: For a lifetime
1: of this work. Yeah. 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 Because we don't even imagine to stop it. Once you discover that power you have in helping others,
0: like there is no way you can go back. Like, and you make your own money and you have your own schedule and there's no glass ceiling. Like, oh my God.
1: <laughs> so, um, through your um, entrepreneurial journey, so you, you kind of started to talk about money. How did your perception of money change, would
0: you say? One of the biggest things that I know is so hard for most people when they go into business is the shift from employee mindset to entrepreneur mindset. For me, the thing that helped me leave my job and go full time in my business last year. So I've been full time for one year. Yeah, I know, right? Snaps. Wow! <laughs> Congratulations! That was
1: Thank the you. part I was so curious about because I'm still, you know, a full time employee too. Like, a, yeah. So that's so fascinating.
0: Yeah. Um. And and like, there's no shade to being employed and being your own business owner. Like, I think it's so beautiful. It's just honoring what you want to do. For me personally, like my, one of my biggest values outside of love is freedom. I need to feel free. So what would that look like? I need to feel free in my business so that I can be fully expressed. And the way that my mindset got me there was I launched these packages. I had clients and I basically built a safety net so that, I could make the leap and be able to be like, okay, this is my burn rate amount. Like I have this much amount. If I make no money in these amount of months, okay, you know what? Like I'm not going to quote unquote fail because I don't believe in failure. I'm going to be like, okay, yeah, well, I have to get a job for a little bit in order to supplement my dream. So the safety net is helpful. And, you know, I always wanted to be in a space where like, I'm never offering anything from my heart, from a place of lack, desperation, or scarcity. That energy is a match and I do not need that. I always wanted it to be like, I'm safe. I'm abundant. I've got this. If you feel called to my energy in this work and you're ready, I've got you.
1: I noticed that you say that a lot on social media and I, I really admire you for that. Like to, if you invite people to feel your energy online, which is very rare. And you do it so beautifully because it is a matter of, you know, connecting with the, each other's energy. And even in that interview, I get, Hope you can feel that energy. I feel it.
0: <laughs> I really let that land. Thank you so much. Oh, that means so much to me. And like, I- <laughs> it's the joy, right? Like when you love what you do, it's like, oh my yes. God. <laughs> do this all the time. Yeah.
1: And by the way, I told you the pixelization thing is gone. You see, you made Bru- it go. Okay. <laughs> so uh, what is one thing you thought was true? Uh, but that was proven wrong after you know uh, opening up your business and after a few years of practice and now being full-time entrepreneur what is the one thing that you thought was true but that was proven
0: wrong to you you know I think because I built this over a span of four years it was like proving it to myself but I thought you know The employee mindset is different, especially in corporate, because in corporate, it's hustle and pressure and tense and burnout and productivity. And I thought after four years that, you know, when I shifted full time into my business, I would feel like "I've, I've made it. Oh, God, I have arrived. Like, this is great. I feel so good. Like, I'm spacious. I can take naps if I want. I go for walks for lunch. But that wasn't true. So what I have, like what I've learned and especially over the year of being full time is like, I still have to really honor my nervous system. I am so emotionally addicted to pressure and to like stress that and to overwhelm that that's my natural response. So when things aren't happening the way I think they should in business or the way that I think timelines should happen, I still have to retrain my nervous system. I still have to breathe. Have to be present. I really have to take care of myself because I am the business. I am the income generator. I am the healer. But when you've been in corporate and nonprofit, and that's the thing your nervous system is used to, just because you go full time into business and you can have naps and stuff, doesn't mean it's going to change automatically. Sadly.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that's a beautiful testimonial here. I love this. Yeah, and then um, so. The biggest fear you have, what is it?
0: Okay. My biggest fear is that I won't make the impact that I truly desire to make with all of the gifts that my heart wants to bring to the planet. Meaning, like, this is why I'll never give up. This is why this is the journey of my lifetime. Oh, spam risk. Because I, I just want to want to help so many people I want to free their souls I want to heal their hearts I want them to live a life that they're so madly profoundly deeply in love with and I'm just afraid that like if I fail if I like leave the earth too soon that I won't make the impact that like my heart really really wants to make
1: well that's funny you say that Ashley sometimes I have those thoughts and nobody else told me that before that they, they think they're gonna die too soon they won't have time to finish the work <laughs> i'm glad you say it because sometimes it comes I'm like why are you thinking like that but okay it's, you do that too okay it's like, yeah. <laughs> of course we have a lot of work to do yeah. <laughs> a lot of love yeah <laughs> oh we have a lot a lot of hearts in our instagram here hello 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 <laughs>
0: Thank you for joining us. It means the world to have your energy with us. Like, oh my goodness.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. Awesome. Okay. I have a few more questions because I know it's the evening. What time is it where you are, by the way?
0: 5.35.
1: Oh, it's 7.35. Yeah. Okay, cool. I love it. We are international.
0: Okay. So what is your relationship with social media? Oh my God, I love it. Like, I love it and I need to have boundaries around it because (laughs) like, I so my business is solely built on relationships and referrals and having people be attracted to my energy. So I'm obsessed with social because I literally get to like connect with people and women like you across the world. You know, like I have clients in like in Russia and South Africa and England and all these places that I would have never met if it wasn't for social. I have a platform of women and men who will find me and be like you said this, and it resonated to my bones. And it's like, Oh, my God. Well, thank you so much social media. Like, that's so cool. I know.
1: Yeah. Oh, my God. You are living uh, proof of that. Definitely. Thank yeah. You. That's so awesome. Yeah. And and please follow uh, Ashley on Instagram, Mondar, Because um, you see, she's so she's her. She's like that. <laughs> and you bring us like on the beach and everywhere yeah. I love it I love it I love it so now tell me um how on days that is like you would qualify the best day a good day what is you know what, on, on day you feel exactly how you want to feel every day basically Um, what do you do eat or have or say like do you have like some stuff that you know if you do this or have this or that works even better
0: oh my god <laughs> a thousand percent <laughs> so a thing that i have that i think everyone should do in the morning it's called gratitude stacking and so and this is going to sound ridiculous so i'm going to explain from a neuro like scientific reason why in the morning right when i right when i'm conscious and i wake up i literally and it's now it's on like automatic i say oh my god i'm so grateful for this pillow yeah, I'm so grateful because I get to see Angelique today. I'm so like appreciative that I have the freedom to have no freaking alarm. I'm so grateful that like I get to work out and move my body in a little bit. Like So I, I stack gratitude in that way because I am the one who generates the feelings within my body first, and I am tasking my brain to look for other reasons, other things, other experiences in my life in that day to be grateful for. And it's free. <laughs> like <laughs> it's free.
1: And There's so, no app for this. It's there.
0: <laughs> and I know like it can sound so trivial, but like I, I now I literally live the life of my dreams because even when I was in a toxic job, I couldn't stand working for someone who really sucked the soul from my body. What helped me get through it was like gratitude, grateful that I get to wake up and breathe today. Grateful, like today, grateful that I get to roll over and look at my partner in the face, like the man that I've been dreaming and waiting for and trying like to become the energetic match for, like I get to wake up next to him. I have this like home where I can take a freaking nap. I have plants surrounded by me and I sound like, oh, she's so joyful. But I do that even through like the really heavy stuff, even when I was assaulted. Right. It's like, I'm so grateful I made it through that. And starting your day with gratitude in that way is next level because it's yours, because you're training your brain, because you're showing yourself the good, the magic, the the moment of being present in your power is like, and it's yours. So I do that. I also drink a whole ton of water. And if I can, I will dance or I will have a movement routine or I'll do yoga because moving your body moves energy. And then when I feel good about myself, like when, you know, when you work out, you're like, I am literally a fox on this planet. Like, oh, my God. When you're from that place, you show up differently in life. You show up differently for your clients. Right. So. Yeah.
1: Oh, my God. Okay. I hope you guys take a lot of notes because it's so true. We need to cultivate who we are. Right. And you, I love that you do that in the morning um, because I do that at night. So, good. I'm going to try the morning thing with my pillow.
0: Yes. Oh, I have another one for you if you're curious. Yeah. Okay, so at night, so morning, gratitude. At night, I visualize like the most beautiful things that I'm calling in my life. So like the 10K consecutive months, the podcasts I can't wait to be on, the travel experiences I wanna go to. I visualize also like the comments that people say to me, like the testimonials like, oh my God, you moved me. Oh my God, this session with you changed my life. I can't wait to have you meet my sister. I visualize that because it's training your brain that it's safe to receive more money, to go on the experiences, to have these um, clients, right? Like it's safe to receive, and you're training your brain. Also, visualization is incredible because if like freaking athletes can be paid millions of dollars to visualize the win, we can visualize our life.
1: Definitely. Oh, wow. That's a way, good way to uh, closure that talk. I love it. We can figure that out. So Ashley, thank you so much for your time. But tell me, is there something I didn't ask that I should have asked and you want to share with us?
0: Can I ask you a question? Sure. (laughs) Why do you do the work that you do? Why is it so compelling to your heart?
1: Yeah. So um, it's funny because I've been reflecting a lot about it lately. And I think it comes to a circle. I'm 46. And um, you know how they say, you know, don't. Uh, one of the beliefs I work is um, don't worry about the how, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So I think everything started for me um, when I was a little girl. I uh, was in France at the time. We we lived in, on a farm, right? And uh, I had a, I was living in the, spending my time, when I was not at school, I was in the field and there was a little forest and the lake and I had a special sacred space that I could only bring special friends there. I didn't have a lot of friends. I was very like, limited that way at the time and then i only brought my cats and my dogs and there in that little sacred space i I didn't call it that way at the time but i think it was very spiritual i had that connection that i could save the world (laughs) just that (laughs) and then um when so i was like oh i need to be an international mediator or maybe a journalist. I need to report about what's going on between those countries. I was so sad about wars and it was during the Iraq stuff. Like It was like I would cut newspaper and put presidents face-to-face trying to, I was talking to them to stop the war. And like, really, like it was intense. And <laughs> my heart, oh my God. <laughs> and then I became a journalist, mm-hmm. a TV journalist. And I, so still in the field, I was like, mm, when I'll be old, I'll I'll go to Canada, because in my head as a little girl, I thought Canada was a wisdom place. I don't know, like, don't even quote me on that. That's how what I thought at the time, okay? But I I arrived to Canada to be a TV reporter, so all my dreams were collecting, like, without, you know, and then being a TV reporter, I got to interview so many women leaders. And I was behind the camera, asking questions, and a lot of time, I could hear myself Wow, how does she dare to say that? How you know, like she knew she would be on TV, like uh, the, the night, thousands of people watching, and I was uh, very narrative. I was I was like, wow, I ask a question she answered, and then sometimes it was very controversial. And I'm like, wow, how do you do that? For me, they were I was putting all the people that I was interviewing, especially women, on a pedestal, mm. like, oh wow, and then at some point I felt that, you know, um, I wanted to share my story and have my own media platforms. And then life made made this happen. I lost my job. Uh, Like, you know, things happen that you don't know why at at the moment, but after that, it all makes sense, right? And then, uh, so kind of like, okay, I'm gonna, because people cut my job, then I'm gonna make my own job. So this is where I started with entrepreneurship, right? And then I realized that like you, Oh, we need marketing. What is that thing? How oh, visible?
0: <laughs> so true. So that
1: was like eleven or twelve years ago, and then I said, "Oh my god, I'm going to have to learn another thing." Is I was in development, personal development a lot as well at the time, and I'm like, "Oh, another thing to learn." And then, um, and then at the time, I, I was sharing with a friend, and she said, "Well, you know what? There is a job uh, in our, an organization to be a a paid media strategist for social media," and I'm like great. I don't know anything about social media. But she said, Oh, you can transfer everything else you've done in your life and, and convince them that you are the candidate. So I went, they took me. But here's what happened. I fell in love with the idea that you could communicate a message online. And I saw the power of it. And then all those women I interviewed, I'm like, Oh, my God, TV is done. You know, like, this is massive transformation. And then women entrepreneurs would start to come see me. They knew I was in the social media world and they would say like, could you help me sell my stuff? Could you help me share my message? And I started to play with it. And I realized that women that I was admiring so big were so scared to share their message online. And this is where everything makes sense. You know, the the journalist in me, um, the PR person in me, and then that thrive of you are who you are and you should be proud and share it anywhere online and there is no limit as soon as you have the connection you know you are your own media and if you have an amazing message and you want to influence people impact their lives here we go so that's why I do what I do I love helping women to share their message and make money with it
0: my god I I feel you <laughs> like your passion is palpable like and your fire for it is just like oh, thank you for the work that you do truly and like Of all the times in our history to be a woman on the planet with a platform like in your power to be you fully you like
1: so yeah no it's just we don't realize like when you take a step back it's like it's massive yeah anybody whether your skin your sex your whatever as long as you have the connection anything can happen
0: And we need them, right? Like, we need you. Like, every we are all pieces of a puzzle that make up one. So, we need that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And there is room for everybody, by the way. If someone says something else, like, oh, there is so much noise. No, no, there is not. There is noise, and then there is you.
0: (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yes. And there's noise in your brain. And then it's like, but what's true? Yeah. I get to take up space, I get to be seen. Yeah.
1: Okay. Wow. I didn't expect the, that the question would be on me at the end. So I love it because I never get to share a lot. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for asking. You're so sweet. Oh my God. It was such a pleasure. Thank you for all of you being there. And if you're watching the replay or it's going to be a podcast after as well, like just reach out to Ashley on Instagram, Ashley.mondor, Or if you don't know where to find anything, just send me a DM and I'll connect you with Ashley. Thank you so much, so much, so much.
0: Thank you. You're the best.
1: (laughs) You (laughs) were. Okay. I'm just going to say goodbye to Insta. And then bye-bye here on YouTube and LinkedIn and Facebook. Ciao.
0: You've been listening to the Social Media Love Podcast from Angelique Benet. If you want to grow your product or service business with social media, visit SocialMediaLoveAB.com